Good morning. My name is Nick D'Alessandro, and welcome to Wait 5 Minutes, the Floridian podcast. Last week, I was working on an episode about the Gulf Breeze sightings. That topic, however, needed to be put aside for the moment, as well as the other paranormal episodes. I will be returning to them in November, but they needed to be put aside because of what happened last Wednesday on October 10th. Hurricane Michael hit the panhandle of Florida a week and a half ago. It hit as a Category 4 hurricane, with winds pushing up as high as 155 miles per hour. Category 5 hurricane reaches that distinction when it is at 157 miles per hour. So Hurricane Michael was just too shy of a Category 5 hurricane. It was much smaller in the day before it hit the coast, and many areas affected didn't evacuate because of that. It is now the largest hurricane to ever hit this region of the state. According to CNN, it was also the strongest storm to strike the continental states since Hurricane Andrew hit Florida in 1992. It was such a big storm that it was still a Category 3 by the time it hit Georgia, which hasn't happened since 1898, 120 years ago. And if it feels like there's been a lot of hurricanes so far, you're right. The average amount of hurricanes coming from the Atlantic by this time usually is 5. Hurricane Michael was the 7th. More on that in a bit. Looking at the footage and images from Hurricane Michael can make your stomach drop. Images of flooded streets with islands of debris floating by. Roofs are ripped off of buildings with hanging pieces of wood or tile and exposed holes where rain is flooding in. There are huge swatches of blown down forest with trees of all sizes blasted to pieces. There are old trees with large trunks dug into the soil with their roots pointing toward the sky. In the aftermath, watching the internet and waiting for loved ones to return messages, it's hard not to imagine the worst, especially when you're seeing images like that. You're seeing footage of destroyed homes, buildings ripped to shreds, and neighborhood landmarks blown apart. It's harrowing. The most devastated of the cities is Mexico Beach. Watching drone footage from USA Today, it's it's kind of hard to comprehend what you're seeing. If you want to watch it, I warn you, it is really not for the faint of heart. It's apocalyptic to see whole neighborhoods pushed over like they're nothing. It forces you to ask yourself just the most terrifying question. What if that had been me? There is, of course, more than just loss of property. On the day of writing this, Thursday, October 18th, the death toll in Florida alone had risen to 20, with search and rescue crews still searching for people who didn't evacuate. The death toll in all the states that Hurricane Michael affected rises to about 40. There are stories coming out everywhere, from people who desperately needed medical attention, to people stuck in remote parts of the coast, to family members finding people using satellite images. On the day after the hurricane, almost a million people were without power, and most of the area had lost coverage from Verizon. And the thought rings into your mind again, what if that had been me? Our state has been shaped by storms. So much of our history has been grown and transformed because of the impacts of our hurricanes. For example, something I've talked about in a previous episode was the hurricane of 1928. 
a massive Cat 5 hurricane that struck South Florida and led to flooding in the low-lying areas around Lake Okeechobee. This area was primarily populated by black migrant workers, and their deaths made up 75% of the total deaths from the hurricane. A dam was built in response to this around Lake Okeechobee to prevent things like this from happening again. This dam still exists, but is, unfortunately, badly out of shape, which is why the algae bloom is occurring, as the Lake Okeechobee needs to be drained to prevent it from flooding. Hurricane Andrew was a Category 5 hurricane that hit the Sunshine State in August of 1992. At the time, it was the strongest and costliest hurricane in Florida history. It began its rampage in Miami, and after sweeping northwest, left $27.3 billion worth of damage and 65 people dead. This resulted in massive amounts of insurance claims, which then pushed many white residents out of Miami-Dade County. In addition, building codes, which had been largely determined by local government, were now to be handled and controlled by the state government, which set universal standards. When a handful of hurricanes hit over a decade later, studies showed that the new building code changes lowered the potential damage by significant numbers. Those handful of hurricanes hit in 2004 and 2005, making them the first major hurricanes of my lifetime. I spent stronger ones locked in my parents' office building, and I spent weaker ones watching the Indiana Jones series for the first time. That's just how life is in Florida sometimes. The four major hurricanes of 2004 were, in order, named Charlie, Francis, Ivan, and Gene. All told, the four resulted in $61.2 billion in damage and over 3,000 deaths, most of which came from Hurricane Gene's devastation of the island of Haiti. Charlie, the most surprising of the four, took a sharp turn in the Gulf of Mexico, strengthened to a Cat 4, and hit west and central Florida brutally. The long-term effects were largely ecological, with much of the coast being ripped apart by the storm and changing the water levels and shorelines. We had to put in new efforts in order to restore those coastlines to what they once were. It's impossible not to consider, upon looking at the way we've been shaped by these disasters, how are we going to be changed after Hurricane Michael? These hurricanes have had some impact in the political races already, with both Senate and gubernatorial races focusing on showing strength and removing negative ads from the television and radio stations. To me, it just feels cheap and false. In moments like this, political figures often run towards the show, proving how good they are at being leaders. Maybe I'm being unfair, and I get that, but I was taught that actions have meaning. Not only showing support for those who are suffering, but ensuring, as best as you can, to prevent something like this in the future. That should be the more crucial goal of our society and our political figures in moments like this. I'll be honest with you all. I've had a pit in my stomach about this since it happened. Writing this episode has been hard, and frankly, it's shorter because of that. And it's hard because I don't want to cheapen the impact of this. This was a disaster. I don't want to make it political and cheapen the thing that actually happened. People died, and hundreds have lost their homes, places that they know. An entire region of our state has been upended. People I love will have their lives fundamentally changed by this storm. People you love have had their lives fundamentally changed. So, because of this, I've hesitated to make it political by discussing climate change. I will say that considering climate change as a political topic is insane to me, but that's just me. Pointing at a rock and calling it a bird isn't politics. It's still a rock. There are more intense storms because our planet's getting hotter and it will continue to do so. That's just a fact. It's not a bird. It's a rock. And according to scientists, 
it's going to get worse. The National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration is an agency within the United States Department of Commerce. They focus on weather, fishing, the climate, and the oceans. They have a lab called the Geophysical Fluid Dynamics Laboratory, and it's doing an ongoing research on the impact of global warming on hurricanes. They are researching how our warming planet is affecting hurricanes and whether or not humans are the primary cause of this change. They have determined that, due to sea level rise, storm surges during hurricanes will be more intense and our cities will flood more. They have determined that there will likely be more Category 4 and Category 5 hurricanes due to human-caused warming. Some are saying there will likely be less tropical storms in number, but that the fewer storms that there are will be much more devastating with higher rainfall and will likely last approximately 5% longer than current hurricane models. Keep in mind, these are all just projections, and the lab says that it is impossible to tell if humans are currently the primary cause of these more intense hurricanes. However, they warn that it is likely that we will see human impacts on these hurricanes in the second half of the 20th century which is just over 30 years away. We have to be realistic with ourselves and understand that right now is the time to change. We've passed so many milestones of when we can change, why not now? We cannot ignore that our world is changing and when we mention that, people, some, for some reason, they take immediate umbrage with it as if it's their personal fault or as if I'm blaming it on them. I'm not. It's all of us and we have to try, right? We, we have to make our world a habitable place. We have to try. Because in 30 years, it could catch up to us. I hope that you understand what I'm saying. And I hope that I leave you with a few thoughts. The first major thought I want you to leave with is this. You have to vote. November 6th is election day and early voting starts soon. So get out and do it. Go vote. The second thing you can do to help the people that are currently being affected by Hurricane Michael's devastation. Here are some of those ways. The most obvious and simple way is to donate money towards groups. The Florida Disaster Fund is the one that I will be donating to, but you can also donate to the American Red Cross. They are both accepting donations and are both accepting volunteers to help out in the federal disaster area. World Vision is gathering up supplies to send to the quote-unquote most vulnerable people, and you can donate to them online. GoFundMe has also made a list of verified campaigns that you can send money towards. People are also in critical need of blood in the wake of these disasters. If you can donate, the Red Cross and OneBlood are both accepting donations. OneBlood is a nonprofit based in Florida. All of this comes from a PBS link, which will be the first link in the bio for more information. If we can help, we have to. Let's be kind neighbors. Let's be the kind of people we aspire to be. Now is your chance. And I'll do my best to keep you posted on the recovery of the panhandle in the wake of the hurricane. In the meantime, I'll spend some time pondering, and I hope you do too, on what will be the change that comes from Hurricane Michael. After the hurricane in the 20s, we changed our infrastructure. After Hurricane Andrew, we redesigned our building codes. After Hurricane Charlie, we embraced wildlife reconstruction. What will be the legacy of Hurricane Michael? What will we do? What will we do? Next week, a full rundown of your November 6th ballot from beginning to end. 
everything you're going to be facing, and what you should keep in mind while you decide what to vote. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider subscribing or leaving a review or sharing with a friend. This thing can only grow by word of mouth, and I hope that you share it, and it means a lot to me. If you have any questions or suggestions for an episode, you can reach me at wait5minutespodcast at gmail.com. I got an email from my friend Annie a couple of weeks ago to research the topic of hunting in the state of Florida. I have been doing that, and there will be an episode about that coming in November. If you want to suggest an episode topic, you can email me at wait5minutespodcast at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing from you. Our theme song is Good Thoughts by Lobo Loco. This episode features several other songs from Lobo Loco. You can find the names in the episode description below. All the articles and websites used can be found below as well. Until next week, I'm Nick D'Alessandro. Be good to yourselves. Be good to each other. Please donate to the relief funds and drink more water. Have a good one.